So we know that people buy from people. So when you're presenting to your clients or potential new clients, how are you coming across? How are you presenting yourself? That's what we're going to talk about in this week's episode. You're listening to the Better Presentations More Sales podcast with Trevor Lee. Tune in each week for top tips and ideas to deliver in-person and online presentations, demos, sales pitches and webinars that will help grow your sales. And now, here's your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome everybody, this is Trevor Lee. This is episode 123, Better Presentations, More Sales. Now before I start, I need to give a shout out to Chris Pawley. Chris, I hope you're listening. Thanks very much for the review that you did recently. Really great. So, and if anybody else is listening and you like the podcast, then follow Chris's example and do give a review. That would be fantastic. And I'll give you a shout out on the show if you do that as well. So, Chris Pawley, thank you very much for the review. Really, really appreciated. Now, some somebody else I need to give a shout out to is the company called Voice Buddy voicebuddy.co.uk. This is young Toby and Amy because they run a business which helps businesses like yours have much better on-hold music. When was the last time you listened to your own on-hold message or music? You might think it's great, but it's not, is it? It's terrible. So anyway, what Toby and Amy do at voicebuddy.co.uk is they create great on-hold music for companies like yours. So have a listen to your own message and then realise how bad it is and then go and visit voicebuddy.co.uk. Toby and Amy will sort you out. So there we go. <laughs> right, let's crack on with the episode. So this one's all about how you present yourself because we know that people buy from people. So it doesn't matter how great your products are, how great your services are, how great your marketing is, how brilliant your website is. If you're the person having the conversation with the customer or the potential customer, they will be making decisions about whether to do business with your organization and buy those brilliant products and services around the way they interact with you. So you are really, really important. And if you don't realize that, well, you need to, okay? And make sure your boss knows that that as well. (laughs) But you are really, really important. So in this show, I've got six questions for you to ask yourself about which will help you identify just how good you are at presenting yourself and maybe throw up a few things that you need to work on. So number one question is always going to be, how much preparation are you doing before your call? Because what you don't want to do on this call or this demo or this sales pitch or anything else is for you to have ask the questions of your of a potential customer in particular that you ought to know the answer to. You ought to have done your research You need to know as much about their company as they do when you even when you make your first call to them. So, you know, how much, you know, that's part of your preparation. Also, think of the questions that you want to ask. Too many salespeople don't do their preparation around questions. And then they're scrambling around for questions during the call. And it's pretty obvious that that's what they're doing. So if you come across as well-researched, well-prepared, you will go up in the estimation of your customer or your potential customer. And particularly a potential customer, because if I'm talking to you on the phone and it's clear that you're well-prepared, then I think I'm definitely going to be more interested because that's giving me the impression that this is going to, you know, anything you do for me is going to be thorough, 
Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. So that's the first question is to ask yourself, how well prepared are you before you make each call? Are you just banging out calls and making random visits and going on Zoom? Because loads of sales, salespeople do that. Okay, so it's worth doing the preparation and it will get noticed. Right. Question two is how good are you at building rapport? It's an important part of thing, isn't it? You know, if people buy from people, it's good to have that rapport. So it's just that easy way that you have with people. So you can have a, a kind of small talk conversation without being too pally or overly friendly. But you do need to practice that and work on it. Okay, and lots of salespeople aren't very good at that and they want to dive straight in to the sales pitch. All right, but if you can build that rapport with a customer, it will be helpful. Because if there's a natural conversation going on, it makes them feel very comfortable as well. And that will encourage them to do business with you. So you need to work on that if you think you're not very good at it. So practice it on your colleagues or your friends or anything at all. And, and just think about how you're going to build that rapport. It really is an important part of it. So, you know, and, and we know now that, you know, it's harder sometimes to do rapport when you're on the phone or when you're on a Zoom call than it would be face to face with somebody. So if you're used to spending your whole career so far seeing people face to face and building that rapport with them face to face, and now it's all on Zoom or you've got to make more phone calls than you used to, then, you know, again, work hard on building that rapport using those tools. Right. That was question number two. How good are you at rapport? Number three is are you coming across as more interested in your potential or existing customer problem that they have than grabbing a sale? So in other words, are you coming across as, as you know, are you really interested, genuinely interested in what the customer's needs are? Or are you just trying to find the quickest way for them to, you know, to get an order or for you to, you know, try and pitch it? Is it just bang, bang, bang sales calls? Because if it is, then that's not great, is it? It's not. I don't think it's going to work right now. I don't think it used to work really that successfully previously. So make sure that when you're engaging with uh, an existing customer or indeed a potential new customer, that it comes across that you are very more, in, much more interested in them than you. And that's the thing. It's them first. It's you second. And in lots of situations, that's not how it works, is it? You're thinking about yourself. When you ask a question, you're not listening to the answer. You're thinking about your next question. You're thinking, how close am I again this order? Okay, that won't work that well for you. If you can take a real genuine interest in your customer, talk to them about their problems. Ask them questions about the problems they have. You've got to be good at asking the bigger questions because you will come across as being someone I'd want to work with. If all you want to do is sell me something, and I get lots of these calls, you know, people, they don't, they're not interested in me or my real problems. They just assume they know what's, what I need. And do you want to buy this, Trevor? Do you want to buy this, Trevor? And that's the way it works, you know, when they ring me up about my clients as well. And, and funnily enough, I don't want to buy that. But what I do want you to do is I want you to tell me, I want you to drag it out of me, what my, you know, what the reasons are why I could buy it. So work hard on that. So... That's a, and that leads into question four, really. And question four is, you know, is the customer thinking this is just another salesperson who needs an order? Think about that. Ask yourself when you've made your call, is that what you probably were coming across as? Is it just you wanting to make a, a sales? And is, if that's the question the customer's asking themselves, then that's going to limit your opportunity, I think, to make a sale. So, you know, we have this thing, don't we, the message I've been banging on about in several of these podcasts over the last couple of years is, you know, it's not a transaction, it's the start of a relationship. 
So if you think relationship first, transaction second, you know, then that will be helpful. I mean, let me rephrase question four. Are you thinking too much like a salesperson? Now, for most of you listening who are salespeople, you go, what, 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 what do you mean? I am a salesperson. But, you know, very often people who are really good at sales don't think like salespeople. Okay, if you can understand where I'm coming from on this. I'll give you an example. I'm working with a company at the moment in the software industry. And they've got a guy, and he's not a salesperson. He's a, he's a customer person. He understands the product. He's, he works in the development sector. He, helps, he genuinely helps customers find and then sort the problems out that they've got. And he's marvelously successful at getting orders. So from a sales point of view, he is number one in their organization. <laughs> but he doesn't think he's a salesperson. And, as, and I keep telling him, don't think of yourself as a salesperson, because as soon as he starts thinking like a salesperson, I'm sure that his success will fall behind. So if you are a salesperson and you're struggling at the moment, then stop and think, right, let me stop thinking like a salesperson. Let me think like more like this consultant, this helper, this advisor. And if you come across the way you present yourself in this call, this one-to-one call, as there to be helpful rather than I just need you to sign on the dotted line because I'm desperate for a sale, then I think you will be successful. So stop thinking like a salesperson. So the question really, the question number four was, you know, is your customer thinking, oh, God, here we go, is another salesperson coming along with, you know, trying to pitch me and win an order? Because those, you've got to break that barrier down. You've got to get over that. You've got to make them think they, you are genuinely interested. So questions three and questions four, very similar questions, but equally important. Right, question five, how often when you've done your call, whether that's in person or likely nowadays on the phone or on Zoom, do you stop and reflect on what happened? Do you sit down for a couple of minutes, you know, and think, right, okay, how did that go? What happened next? You know, what should I, what could I do differently next time? How could, how did I come across? What were the, you know, what were the, what was I hearing from the other side that, you know, might give me a few clues? And of course, you know, don't forget that sometimes a really good way of finding that out is to simply ask the person you're on the call with. You know, why not ask them? How how did I do? You know, they they all give you feedback most of the time. And even if you didn't do very well, you know, feedback is useful. Very, very rarely do salespeople ask their customers for feedback. And I suspect very rarely do, do salespeople stop and reflect on the way the call went and ask themselves, what could I have done better? And particularly, you know, if you're delivering a demo or a sales pitch or something very, you know, very, very obvious that you're on the call for, again, you know, first thing I would do is step back and say, okay, what was the purpose of that call? Did I achieve it? What could I have done differently? You know, when when the customer said that to me, how did I react? Because, you know, calls never go to plan. You can't follow a script because they never go to plan. You need to be flexible. You need to be agile. You need to be thinking on your feet. And one of the ways of doing that is to learn from yourself because we can always get better all of the time. I've written a blog called Don't Call My Presentation Brilliant. (laughs) And I'm going to uh, do it as a podcast and do it as a blog quite soon. But it happened before lockdown when I was doing a, a presentation live to a group and I was I was there to show them in the afternoon how to, you know, give them some top tips, 45 minutes on how to deliver your presentation. And in the morning, all the presenters went on and, they, you know, they were okay, but, you know, they, they, you know, they weren't presenters, you know, they were just people, you know, speaking, and they weren't regular presenters and they were all quite nervous. 
And the, the host of the event kept saying, oh, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. And I'm thinking, well, <laughs> I'm telling you what the next podcast is about now. But um, and I thought, oh, you know, what, what about where am I going from here? Do I say to them, well, actually, you weren't brilliant. So <laughs> we, the point is, we can all keep learning. And if you think you've cracked it, then, you know, I think that's that's the slippery road. You know, you've got to work. You've got to think about you can be better and better and better. So a great way of doing that is self-coaching after every call. Reflect on it and say, OK, how did I do? What could I do better? Or you could do nothing or you could just forget that, which most people do and just carry on doing the same old stuff all the time and then wonder why you don't get any better. And, you know, at the, at the end of the day, that's fine because most people will still have a job and you'll still be doing stuff. But if you really, really want to be good, then you've got to stop and reflect on it. Over to you. That is, isn't it? Really. Right. Number six. Last question of these sort of six questions I'm going to ask you to ask yourself today. So and this is a this is a, an important one. Does the way you present yourself, does it reflect the values, the attitudes, the positioning of your company? Or, or if, it, you know, and your company might be your own company. You might be, you know, head of your own company. But if you're working for somebody else, are you coming across in the way that the company is trying to reflect itself and the values? And what I mean by that is that we know that, particularly in the B2B sector, and I suspect now during lockdown, it's got even higher, this number. But we know before lockdown that lots of people were saying, well, 70% of companies are researching organisations to work with before they make a decision about buying. In fact, before they make any contact with a company. So you know, they're doing loads and loads of searching, they're reading reviews, they're asking people. And so when they do get in touch with you, then there's a very good chance that you, you are top of their list and they're keen to do business with you. And then it's all over to you. And that, of course, is really, really important because, you know, that, that means that if they've got to that stage, then they've, they've clearly been, you know, attracted by some very good marketing messages. They've been to the website. That's kept them going as well. So they've got lots of momentum. And then they, then they get in touch with you because you're the first interaction with them. And if that doesn't match what they've had an experience of so far, that's not going to go great, is it? So if, you know, the, if the great values of the company, great ideas, you know, and they feel that, wow, this is the company, and then they, you know, they interact with yourself, and they, oh, hang on a minute, that didn't, this doesn't sound like the same company this person's working for. So I think this is something we often, we just don't think about enough. In fact, I think we could do a whole podcast on this very subject. I don't think we think about this enough, this reflection of the values. So, you know, for company bosses, it's really hard. They're working hard to, you know, position the company. But what they sometimes forget to do is work hard with everybody else in the team then who interacts with the customers to make sure that it's still that message is coming through via them as well. So the people bit, you know, you can get your marketing messages right, you can get your website right, and you know they're not going to change unless someone changes them. But with people, you know, we can be different every day, can't we? We can be different every hour. So how good are you are reflect I know, how good are you are reflecting the values of your company when you present yourself? So those are the six questions. I'll just run through them very quickly. I will put them in the show notes. So before any call, have you done your preparation? Are you good at building rapport? That was number two. Are you, number three was, are you coming across more interested in the customer than yourself? And number four was a kind of link to that. Is the customer thinking, oh, God, is just another salesperson who wants an order? And number five, are you spending time after you've made the call to reflect on what happened? And number six, the way you present yourself, does it match or, sorry, match even, <laughs> and reflect the company or organization that you're representing? So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that's been useful to you. I hope that's given you some food for thought. 
Okay, this thing about presenting yourself, it really, really is quite important. In fact, it's more than quite important. It's really important. And particularly right now when we're, you know, we're all trying to do this over Zoom and, and, and what have you. So there we go. That's it. Um, I'm going to put the six questions in the show notes. So you, if, you, uh, if you didn't manage to write them down or you're listening to this and you can't write them down, you want to know what they are, I'll put them in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please follow the example of Chris Pauly. Shout out to him again. Do write a review. You can easily do it. It's in your podcast app. You just download the show and then scroll down where the episodes are. And somewhere in there, it says leave a review and you can click one, two, three or five stars. And then if you want to put some words in there as well, that would be absolutely fantastic. Now, if you need some help from me at all, then I've got a great range of new products. Or, well, when I say new products, digitally adapted products. Okay, and they start from a, a new one, which is sales or presentation coaching, 40 minutes, one-to-one, on Zoom. <laughs> it's a great way of, start, of, of interacting with me. You know, every, it's affordable for everybody, regardless of the size of your business. All the way up to working with you for a couple of days a month when you haven't got a sales director or a senior sales manager and you're really keen to make a transformation to the way you operate, particularly, you know, on the revenue generation side. So there we go. Um, I hope that's good. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Keep listening, keep sharing, stay positive and answer those six questions and improve the way and get better the way you interact with customers and then you'll get better at sales. Thanks very much. See you next week. Bye now.